Welcome, my name is Kareem Kanji and this is episode number 39. In today's episode, I speak with the founder of the Real Sports Zone website and podcast, Adam Varani. We chat, obviously, about all things Blue Jays. Enjoy! Live from Pacific Junction Hotel, Girth Radio in session. I, I need to let everyone know how we know each other. So people say, who is this kid? Okay. So we're we're like cousins. Not like, we're cousins. <laughs> sure. Second cousins, third cousins. I, that I don't know. I don't know exactly how yeah, these yeah. things work. But my, you were related on my, my mother and your mother's side, I think. Mm-hmm. Is how we're related. We're actually related on both sides. It's kind of funny. That's crazy. Cause, so uh, do you know how? Yeah. Not really. Well, I mean, uh, like, Rashidanti is related to Abdul Uncle. Mm-hmm. And Nazirati, which is related to my dad. Oh my goodness! And then my mom is related, obviously, like with on Kati, my mother's with Kati side. Mommy and yeah, and my grandmother. That's crazy. So that's how we know of you. Yeah. Or we know of each other. Mm-hmm. You're you're going to where? I don't want to say Waterloo. Where you go? Laurier. Laurier. In Waterloo. <laughs> In Waterloo. What okay. are you stu- what are you I studying? Um, economics. Economics. Um, you've been a fan of baseball for how long now? Ever since Do you remember? Ever since you were born. <laughs> I mean, that's probably the, is the your inc- dad incorrect way to say it. <laughs> now you either got to get it from your dad or your mom, because there's no way you My just brother. discover your brother. Yeah. How old is Mebub? Is how older than you? Four and a, four and a half years. Four four and a half years. Yeah, so he was probably well. He was playing baseball as a kid, so I played baseball. How did he get into? Well, we baseball? played softball. <laughs> yeah. How did he get into baseball? Softball. I think probably from school, someone started playing it, and yeah. he played it. I don't know. I used to, uh, in my house, I used to get like one of those plastic bats and hit the ball and run around the <laughs> house. <laughs> I have a video of it, but I don't know what it went. I think there's something about hitting a ball. Yeah. That, that it's gives good, It's a good feeling. Um, do you remember going to your first Jays game? No, or do you but remember when I that was? do remember. Um, so my favorite player was Jose Cruz. Yeah? Junior, and I do remember sitting in... Um, Center fielder? Like five, yeah. He was center field, right field. I was sitting in like five. It must have been 16, like that area in right field. And I remember him hitting a walk-off. And that was the time when they had the, you know, fireworks. Oh, so yeah. Good time. I missed the fireworks. I noticed they don't do that anymore. Yeah, they haven't been doing it for like a couple of years now. Really? Yeah. That's how often I go to games. <laughs> I either went I can't believe I bumped into you. Like, the, the, that doesn't make any sense how that happened. On Sunday? The odds, yeah. Yeah. That was awesome. The odds were great. Because you were actually in the city, not out in Oshawa or Pickering, Pickering, wherever you live, so freaking far away. Mm-hmm. Um, you 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 s- played throughout high school, right? I played varsity in high school. Yeah, you played varsity in high school. Oh, four years. And how come not in university? Uh, probably not good enough. No. Plus, it's a big commitment. Height doesn't measure heart, don't you know? That's my slogan. Is that you? <laughs> you've taken it away. No, I'm borrowing it temporarily. <laughs> <laughs> You're borrowing it. Yeah. You've been to a bunch of stadiums to watch baseball games? Um, old. Been to the old Expo Stadium, but not to watch a game, to take a tour. Okay. I've been to the old National Stadium. 
to my uncle, yeah. and recently to the Yankees game. To the Yankees the game. The new one. The new one. Nice. Yeah. We're hopefully going to a Phillies game. Really? In Philly. And next, like next, next year? Week. Next week. Next week. You're going all the way to Philadelphia? Yeah. Who's playing there? I have no clue who's playing. Oh. Yeah, yeah. But we're going, we're going to Washington, D.C. Okay. There's no game while we're there. Ah, oh, that sucks. But there's a game in Friend. Philly when we get there. Um, <laughs> so hopefully, 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 I get to go to a game. Cosmo and I want to go to a game. I'm so gonna tell you who's playing right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Take a look at your phone, and tell me, tell me, tell me who's uh, who's playing there. Hopefully, it's a good team. They suck. <laughs> <laughs> so the reason I have you in here, number one, you're a huge Blue Jays fan, huge baseball fan. Correct. Unlike your brother, who's a Yankees fan. Correct. Um, and that's the last we'll mention your brother. <laughs> <laughs> okay, he's in Dubai right now. <laughs> yeah, I saw. Um, but also because you were down in the Dominican Republic. Correct. Teaching baseball? Coaching baseball? What were you doing? You were doing something with baseball. Um, I was a volunteer, but yeah, I was pretty much coaching baseball, facilitating a baseball camp. Which camp were you at? Um, so it was a, um, in the Dominican, I guess there's, I was with a nonprofit called Outreach oh. 360. Okay. And, uh, they originally started as an orphanage, um, and over time, they've you know developed into a more of an educational kind of uh, okay. view of things and trying to help kids in the Dominican learn English because that's obviously a big deal. Yeah. Um, especially with baseball, obviously. So then, um, yeah, every summer they have a Dare to Dream summer camp where they have um, th- in the summertime they go to the school and they teach English mm-hmm. um, for the local kids, and then they also have a baseball camp and a softball camp. So I helped with the baseball camp. Nice. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah. Now, how did how did that come about? How did you manage to get that as a summer gig? Um, so at Laurier, I'm doing the social entrepreneurship option, mm-hmm. which is a pretty cool thing that that's recently started at Laurier. Um, so yeah, I mean, uh, part of the option is that you have to go abroad and volunteer with a nonprofit. Oh, um, a lot of my classmates were, you know, interested in like you know. C- conservation and wildlife and the boys all that stuff and <laughs> I, here i am saying i want to do something with sports and yeah i wasn't really sure when i applied like for the placement if they would accept it and they're like no like that's awesome like, you go do that because i mean sports it, it can make such a big change in kids lives you know when you yeah. teach teamwork and respect and stuff like that so mm-hmm. um yeah so i had to do a minimum one month abroad and i chose the dominican and outreach 360 and they accepted you uh, they accept all volunteers. Really. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you have to pay your own way? How does that work? Yeah, you do have to pay. Okay. Um, that's a, it's a, it's a rate based on how long you go. Okay. Um, but yeah, so they, they, yeah, they, they're always looking for help. There. Sure. Um, and more, mostly they get like, uh, school groups. Like, um, while I was there, there was, um, Norfolk Academy from Virginia was there. Um, and okay. then the University of Missouri was there. Um, so it was a little bit tough going as an individual, um, also being my first time going alone all the way in the, you know, away from Canada. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, outreach, like, the, the nonprofit is such a, you know, reliable and very trustworthy, especially locally. Like, the kids look up so, ba- like, highly to, to the organization. Uh-huh. There's so much love and respect for them. So they took good care of me, and I was fine. So <laughs> Nice. Yeah, definitely. That was good. Yeah. Um, did you see... Were, were there any former or current professional players that were involved? Um, so I actually had a very good opportunity. Um, I was lucky enough. So on my first 
Wednesday while I was there, we went to, um, actually, before I tell you that, so in the Dominican, I mean, you obviously know about the Dominican being baseball central and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. Um, so there's two big players um, in the Dominican that everyone talks about, one being Ozzie Virgil, um, okay. who was the first ever Dominican baseball player. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have uh, Juan Marichal, who is also another Dominican baseball player. Early Early days? Uh, yeah, early days. <coughs> Marshall played for the Giants. Okay. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, we were going to Juan Marshall Stadium. Um, ah. So I'm in a t- I was in a town called Monte Cristi. It's about two and a half hours from Santiago Airport. Um, it's kind of like a small town, not not the nicest place for families to live. Okay. Um, kind of run down. So yeah, I went to Juan Marshall Stadium, and um, yeah, I mean we were just sitting there, and um, one of our leaders who was there said, uh, I actually saw him from behind and uh, I looked over and I said, um, is this, so in the Dominican, uh, one of the big things, which I might as well talk about is that um, with baseball, uh, one of the big problems, especially with kids, because they want to make it to the major league so badly, um, there's uh, these things called Bisconis, which I guess we would call, you know, agents. Yeah. Um, and they go there, and um, if they see someone who is, you know, who has the potential, um, who might be able to sign at the age of 16 when they are eligible to sign with a major league team, um, they kind of, like, take them under their wing. Um, you know, they feed them. They, they let them sleep at home. And it's, you know, it's basically eat, sleep, baseball for them. Um so, I mean, and then when they, if the Bisconi and, and the player are successful in signing a contract, um, from, from what I've heard, I mean, Bisconis can take up to 40, 50% of the contract, um, and it, which is quite unfair, really, because, yeah. I mean, they're taking advantage of the, of the kids, but really, at the same time, kids, you know, will do anything to make it because they're so poor, and a, a, even a small, you know, single A-ball con- uh, a contract. Can, it can do wonders for them, you know, especially, mm-hmm. you know, you see them living in, this, you know, such bad conditions, you know, in their houses. There's like two, three, four f- generations of families just living in, uh, in there all cramped up. So, I mean, a small thing like that, even if it's 500,000. Um, and even in, believe it or not, in Monte Cristi, um, so I, I know I'm going off traffic No, here, no, but this is good. <laughs> so in Monte Cristi, um, the local hero is um, Starling Castro. So he is from Monte Cristi, where I volunteered. Um, you talk to the kids; they all know him. In fact, um, so we helped with. At the ba- we, I was there for four weeks, and we were alternating between fields. And how it works there is that it's very common for the fields to be owned by the coaches. So the coaches okay. uh, will take care of the fields and whatnot. So the coach um, who was who was there, um, where which we were at his field for two weeks. Um, he actually coached um, Starling Castro um, and, you know, obviously coached him well enough that he was able to um, get a contract. I'm not sure exactly if he coached him all the way through or if mm-hmm. Castro ev- eventually, you know, signed, like went to a baseball academy, uh, which is more common in Santo Domingo, the, the main c- city. Um, so, yeah, so um, what I was trying to say is that I don't even know what I was trying to say, but talk about the Bisconis. <laughs> okay, yeah, Bisconi. So yeah, I thought he was a Bisconi. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I told my leader, um, Achilles, I was like, you know, is that a Bisconi? And he's like, um, I don't know, maybe he is, maybe he's not. Um, and then you know, we decided to move our seats to the other side because um, the coach who I was talking about, um, his team. We actually went to see his team play, okay. Coach Ray. 
uh, we went to see his team play, so they were on the on the um, you know left uh, left field side. So we moved over, and the leader went to go talk to the guy. Um, they were talking, and he says, "Adam, come over here." So I go there. He says, "Do you know who this is?" So I said, uh, "No, no, I don't know who this is." Turned out to be Ozzy Virgil, mm. the first ever Dominican. So that was a very unique opportunity. Usually, they were saying that when he comes, you know, it's it's a big deal for the local people. Um, he doesn't like to announce his presence because you know yeah. people will start going, you know, all all around him. <laughs> yeah. His actual his house where he used to live is actually pretty much down the road from uh, our volunteer like base where we where we lived and everything. So that's pretty cool. So yeah, I met him. Um, we sat and talked for about forty five minutes. Wow. Um, hopefully, I'll, r- I'll write an article on my website about that. Nice. What um, did you guys talk about? There was a bunch of us. He was just telling us. He w- it was. He's a very knowledgeable guy. Yeah. He must be in his. Mm, probably in his 80s or so. Wow. He's a, he's an old guy. Yeah. Um, and uh, his I think it was his one of his relatives was actually playing at the game, and he said he was trying to get him to sign with the Mets. But he was you know he was just sharing so much knowledge you know just about baseball and Dominican in general. Um, he was saying you know like the system is kind of messed up you know all the times like you know people send like equipment and stuff and you try and donate for the for the kids to play baseball and. Mm-hmm. The coaches will just go and sell the the gloves and the balls because oh. you know, that's how it is, right? It's crazy. Um, so he he's been uh, trying to contact some of the some of the major league teams like the Mets um, to see if he can get equipment for the kids there. Um, he was just saying other things like you know, many times when um, when baseball players make it big, they kind of forget about their roots. You know, they they go and you'll hear oh donating one million dollars in in Africa, but they don't often come back and help the local people in like Monte Cristo. I don't know wh- exactly why, but he did mention that David Ortiz has been kind of an exception to that. He's he's really invested a lot in the Dominican, especially with baseball. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone says Big Poppy. Everyone loves Big Poppy there. Yeah. Um, so that was cool, and you know a bunch of other stuff. He said that probably the best player he played with. I mean, he played with Jackie. He played with Ted Williams, but wow. he said one of the best players he ever played with was Willie Mays, which was quite interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just a bunch of stuff about, you know, racism, as we know, back in the day. Yeah. Um, and he was part of it and the way he was treated and stuff like that. Um, yeah. I asked him about Jose Batista. I was trying to ask him about him being a free agent, but he didn't really talk much. He just said he's a good guy and <laughs> moved on. Um, but yeah, to- that's such a nice guy. Yeah. It was, it was awesome to see him. He nice. was, uh, drinking a beer and enjoying the game. So <laughs> how did you learn about these Bisconis? Um, did you know about it before you went there? I didn't know about it. So I, I, part of my course, I had to, uh, you know, write a paper and do some uh, research before I went. Yeah. Um, and that's that's obviously a big problem in the Dominican. I think the other big problem, obviously, is just English. You know, um, and which is why I think what really attracted me to this camp was that, um, you know, going to the Dominican, I, I didn't know Spanish, I, and I, I was like, you know do I want to, like, I might not feel comfortable and whatnot, being able to communicate with them. And they're like, no, you know, we we stress English so much. If you know English, you don't know Spanish, that's fine, you know. Um, so, yeah, they, they teach baseball, but they, they try and teach so much English because that's so important. I mean, kids will make it to the major leagues at the age of 16 because they drop out of school. So basically how this works is that yeah. kids around the age of, I would say, probably 10, 11, they they drop out of school for a chance to make it at the majors. That's that crazy. That 3% chance of making it. They'll, they'll just basically do baseball all the time. Some will do night school to, you know, get some education. But 
if they they really set their eyes on baseball because they see it as the best way to get out of poverty um, and alleviate you know the financial um, restrictions and pains that their families face. So their families say, you know, go ahead, you do, you go do it. So they drop out of school um, in grade five, grade six, mm-hmm. and they go for it. And then you know, come the age of sixteen, they three percent of them will make it. And that's good, but, you know, you're going to have to go to the majors and not know English. And if you're a pitcher, you won't even be able to communicate without a translator, you know, yeah. if you're pitching to the catcher. Like, it's it's tough. And then the other 97% of the people who try and don't make it, they're, they're stuck. I mean, they don't know English, and it's really hard to succeed. And it, it kind of becomes a vicious cycle where they just fall into poverty again. So, yeah. Have, did you find out through your studies why it's different in a place like... Uh, I don't know, Mexico or Puerto Rico, you know, versus Cuban, Dominican? I, I mean, I think a lot of it's just, it's the lifestyle there. I mean, it's it's become sort of um, accepted as a okay thing to do. I mean, if you speak to people in the Monte Cristi, they'll know heroes. They'll know, they'll all know Big Poppy. They'll know, you know, Starling Castro. And if they can see someone like one of them making it, they, they say, hey, why not, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and because baseball is it's something they love, right? I mean, if you or I were going to do something we love so much, and yeah. I mean, there's nothing really more different than them doing what they love and we, we like you and I doing what we love, right? But um, I think it's just like, it's just, it's just become a lifestyle there. I think they... You walk around there. I know. I think you've been to the Dominican, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, you you see it. I mean, you walk around there and you just see baseball everywhere. Like that's all they want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, when you're doing something like that for your whole life, I mean, and you and you have a chance to make it and you reach, you know, fulfill that childhood dream, I, I think they really they they go for it. So what are they doing now? Is, are there any programs in place, or maybe this camp that you went to is is part of the solution? But you know. What's happening there that you see that could turn that around so that, you know, the 99% of the kids that don't make it, who've all of a sudden find themselves without education, um, is there anything happening to improve those situations? Yeah, so um, in my research, I found out that over the years, it's the MOB has really invested in it because they know it's such a big part of the game, obviously, right? And mm. Um, a lot of the MLB teams they have academies there, um, yeah. in locally in Santo Domingo. So, um, what they've started doing, which I think is pretty cool, is that just like we talked about the people who don't make it. So, I think it was, was the Diamondbacks. I think it was the Diamondbacks or the Padres, um, where they started um, giving children education even after they didn't make it. So. At the age of 16, if they they like they were offered a contract and whatnot, and if they didn't make it through or something fell through, um, they would let them stay in the academy. And in the academy, they they teach English as well because they know how important it is. Hmm. Um, and I think it's just I don't know how exactly how much is being done, but I think it's definitely becoming something that people are more aware about. Yeah. Um, because they know English is so important and education is so important. So, I think. In terms of that, I would say is is what's happening right now in terms of looking for ways to change it and make it more like you were saying, like a Mexico or Cuba, where baseball might not be without baseball, it's not like you can't succeed. Yeah, absolutely. So I had a chance to speak with ESPN's Arturo Marcano. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever read him or mm-hmm. followed him. So he's written an amazing book. Okay. I don't know if you've come across um, his book, but I will get that to you. But you should listen to. Uh, his episode. He's episode twenty-seven. Okay. Um, so we had a great chat about uh, 
the Bisconis and you know what what he feels is is working, what is not working. Um, you know, is Major League Baseball doing a great job or, or aren't they? And uh, so it was a great great discussion we had. So mm-hmm. take take a listen to that. Um, awesome. So you enjoyed your time? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Awesome. awesome. Well, we timed this. Uh, I don't think it could be done perfect. See, the Jays have played 100 games. I don't <laughs> exactly. know if today is 101. Today is 101. Today yeah. is, so they've played 100. They, uh, you know, as we're taping this, they're currently losing. That's unfortunate. Four to, four to three. They were winning like three to one. Come on, Strawman. <laughs> um, so let's talk about, let's talk, let's, let's give our report card. Okay. For the Blue Jays in the first 100. But before we do that, there was a, a big trade. Is it, was uh, it a big trade? It was a trade. I wouldn't call it a big trade. I mean, who knows? If, we Tulo, know. if Tulo would be a big trade last year, then I don't think this was a big trade. No, fair enough. But they got the uh, former player known as B.J. Upton, mm-hmm. who now goes by the name of Melvin Upton. Um, and Ross Atkins says that, you know, we're not done. Um, your thoughts on the trade? Uh, I mean, it's it's pretty fresh, obviously. So, I mean, there's a lot of mixed reactions. Um I mean, the Jays have been linked to him, I would say, for probably the last couple of weeks, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I mean, I haven't really been sure about this. I, I mean, I was thinking about it over the over the past few days, if it was going to happen. Um, I mean, Melvin Upton Jr., whatever his name is, <laughs> BJ Upton. It's funny because BJ is Blue Jays. So people, <laughs> are, people are saying they should switch his name back. <laughs> um, Melvin Upton, yeah, I mean, uh, those last two years, I mean, so he went from Tampa Bay to Atlanta, um, and and then from Atlanta to the Padres in the Crimble trade, um, and he's kind of really collapsed. I would say, the lot like maybe 2014, 2013 was really bad years for him. I mean, the when the Braves traded him, they were saying, you know, you want Crimble, you have to take Upton. Like we don't want him. Like he's getting paid twelve million dollars. We <laughs> we don't really want him. He's not producing. He was on the bench at the time, I believe. Yeah. Um, and then last, I mean, last couple of years in San Diego, I mean, he hasn't really been producing. He's been having a really bad time. I mean, I, m- I remember him being quite good and qu- quite threatening to the Blue Jays when he did used to be in Tampa Bay. I yeah, know he yeah. had two or three walk-offs. I think anybody them. who plays in Tampa Bay yeah, can gets some sort of strength that they can defeat oh the Blue yeah, Jays. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, I mean, he, I, I, I know those things, and I know that he, he hasn't produced, and he's been a real struggle, um, and it's kind of been one of those guys you'd say his career kind of really went upside down mm-hmm. um and then this year all of a sudden he has a resurgence and he's i mean i wouldn't say he's having a career year i think he had a year where he hit 300 in Tampa bay but he's he's definitely compared to the last couple of years he's ha- he's definitely bounced back in san diego um he's found his groove i don't know what exactly made that happen but uh-huh. um but yeah i mean blue jays go for him i mean the biggest thing to me that I mean, I would I would not be too too happy about the trade in general if it wasn't for the fact that the Blue Jays are only gonna have to pay five million dollars of his salary um, next year and whatever is remaining of this year. So um, the Padres are eating up most of his contract. So yeah. in my opinion, number one, that's that's the main thing. Um, in terms of where he fits into this team, it it's I wouldn't say it's very evident or very like people are very sure exactly where he fits. Um, I think you know. There's a lot of talk about Jose Batista and Edwin and whatnot, but more particularly with Jose Batista, you know his defense in right field has definitely um, taken a fall. He he, I know even when he got injured that play, I mean, he he's definitely not what he used <laughs> to be in right field. So I mean, there's been talk of him, you know, maybe going to first base, DHing with Edwin, 
which would ideally put smoke on the bench. Um, so, and, and another thing is that, you know, Michael Saunders, obviously, you know, he's been pretty healthy, um, thankfully, but, you know, down the stretch, I'm sure they're going to want to rest him and, you know, rest Batista. So, um, I mean, he'll get some time at DH. Um, so he's a better option than Zeke? Uh, yeah, I think so, for sure. I think uh, Zeke, uh, he's he's kind of struggled, to be honest. Uh, he's kind of been exposed the last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's fine with me. I mean, if you're going to tell me that you have a four outfielders, you have good depth, which I think is huge down the stretch, to be honest. Um, I know the Jays have good depth in outfield and with, with prospects in AAA and AA, but nothing that's really MLB ready. Maybe Dalton Pompey fits in there somewhere, but um, this is a good move for depth. Um, I do think he's not going to be really on the bench all the time. Um, another thing is, you know, Melvin Upton is fast. I mean, the yeah. Blue Jays have, I would say, I think I read somewhere, 32 stolen bases all season long. It's crazy. And he has 20 alone by himself. Um, so speed is, is definitely good, especially late in the games. I remember we, you would obviously remember, you know, Raja Davis and, yeah. you know, Emilio Bonifacio those days. We haven't had a, a, a really sp- a good speed threat um, these past couple of years. So it's nice to have him uh, being fast. Um, he kills lefties. That's the one thing that, that's going to be really helpful. I know if you just look at the Red Sox, I mean, David Price is going to be against us down the stretch. Um, you know, Rangers obviously have Hamill. So I think that's going to be big. Um, his defense is good, too. And I think the Blue Jays have a very underrated defense. I mean, you're always talking about the star power with hitting. But, I mean, Tulo and Donaldson, Travis, Smoke's a good defender at first base. Now you had an Upton. So I, I like our defense. And not, yeah. to forget, not to forget Kevin Pillar, Mr. Superman. Whose bobblehead we got, and his hand yes. broke off on mine. So that's oh, very the glove broke off of uh, his Cousins. hand actually. Not oh really? His hand? Oh, mine was the hand, but yeah, yeah, the yeah. glove. Yeah. Oh, the hand that was like sticking up. Ah, <laughs> very unfortunate. Um, so I like it in that sense. I think uh, the Blue Jays definitely need to address other issues. Obviously, I mean, we all know about Aaron Sanchez. You know, I'm not sure if you're going to touch on this later, but we are. We are. So I mean, I mean, there's definitely. If you had told me that this was the move that was going to be addressed, I would say, you know, I don't know. Like, I think, you know, ha- with Sanchez going, I think that getting a starter would be helpful. What do you mean, San- where's Sanchez going? He's going to the bullpen. <laughs> Unfortunately, I think that's what's so going to that, So is that written in stone somewhere? Have you seen? Um, I know they talked I've about it at the beginning of the year, but they did not They've know talked about it recently, They actually. were going to have a top five pitcher. They did not. I mean, he was going to be the like number him. five. He would just slot in there, you know, right at the end of the rotation. And, you know. It's like top five in the league. He's it's actually um, he's two in ERA. talking right now, actually. He's number one because Stephen Wright did give up the, I think it was a grand slam to Miggy uh, just a little while okay. ago. So, number so he's one number one in ERA. ERA. He's definitely a Cy Young candidate. Um, I think uh, you, just look, you look at the way he pitches. I mean, he's pitching 96, 97 so fluently, like literally looks so nice coming out of his hand. Yeah. That two seam, oh, my God. If you just look at that movement yesterday, if you watch um, his like pitches, they would literally go from outside of the zone and right into the strike zone and, and fool the batters. So I think that, that's been that's been really good. So um, do I want him to go to the bullpen? Absolutely not. Um, I kind of see where they're coming from. I mean, for him to jump uh, a difference of 100 innings, probably by the end of it, it'll be a difference of 100 innings from last so year. So he'll be tired at the end of the season. So yeah, so I mean, tired. yeah. Everyone's tired. Everyone's tired. I think... Uh, I don't know. I guess they're looking towards the future, and the future may not even be the Blue Jays in three or four years. So, I mean, at the same time, you're like, why do you really care? Um, I think he's he's dominant in the bullpen. Don't get me wrong, of course, right? Um, but I think his value is absolutely maximized as a starter. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I mean, if he goes to the bullpen, Hutchinson comes in as your as your fifth starter. I don't know if that's. I wouldn't be too happy other than the fact that he. Why first, can't Hutchinson be in the bullpen? He doesn't have that. That he's not. He can't command the fastball as well. He doesn't have that. So let him pitch five, six, seven innings. Yeah, well, that's rather, a, rather than one inning. Yeah, I mean, you're talking about Hutch. Yeah. Well, I mean, that means he's your long man, and then just Chavez, and that still doesn't really help I your bullpen know. solution. But I think, uh, I mean, to what I was saying earlier, I mean, Hutchinson right now is your fifth option. Um, at pitching, depth is not something that's very at starting at least as a starter. Yeah. Our depth is not really good. Um, while others might be okay with Hutchinson pitching in the fifth spot or whatnot. I would not be too happy with that. I know, obviously, Estrada is kind of dealing with a little bit of a lingering issue right now with his injuries. Um, Strowman has been rocky, especially considering he apparently just gave up the lead while we were speaking. Um, yeah. You know, Dickey is Dickey, right? You know, one day he's good, one day he's bad. Yeah. Every day you'll see someone asking for him to be traded, and then the next thing you'll be saying is like, oh, Dickey's the best. So, um, not to mention... I like Dickey. I th- I think Dickie's the uh, I I don't mind. He's the most underrated, underappreciated player. Yeah, I mean he puts in two hundred innings. Some people will say you know two hundred innings okay, but at what expense or like at what quality? Um, I mean he gives you those innings. He he can be he can be good. Um, of course his knuckleball can be rusty at sometimes, and that's that's, that's what the nature what you gotta least. expect, right? So, yeah. but back to my point. I mean, uh, you're trying to contend for a playoff spot. Um, not to mention, I think this is really the year if, if you're going to talk about Batista and Edwin. I think this is probably your best year to go for it. That being said, I do not expect a David Price or a Tulo kind of trade. But, um, Chris Sale. Chris Sale, yeah, that would be, that'd be terrific. Um, <laughs> it only costs, you know, Stroman, Sanchez, Asuna, and maybe a couple others. <laughs> uh, I had a couple of ripped jerseys. But I think um, a starter would be nice if Sanchez is going to the bullpen. Um I think we've seen over the years, bullpens are, are really key, and we, we've seen it as well ourselves with the Blue Jays. I mean, Greeley, look at that ac- acquisition. That was that was a terrific acquisition. As, no long, one, as long as he stays oh, on Oh, yeah, I don't want to jinx anything. But yeah. considering he keeps it up, I think so if you can acquire someone, I don't know, off the top of my head, I know there is uh, Boone Logan from the Rockies, or um, I think his name is Abad from the, uh, from the Twins. They were seeing some uh, pitcher from the Padres, some other guy from the Padres. Uh, a starter? Are you talking about Kashner? Yes. Yeah, he's actually starting against us he's today. today. He's pitching today. Yeah, we were trying to diminish his trade value. Actually, in fact, at around 6.45, he hadn't come out to pitch. Uh, they were waiting to see because uh, Morosi had tweeted earlier during the day saying a deal was likely to be done and that he would be scratched before the start. And then he would s- he ended up starting, and I think there, you know, Rosenthal and Morosi was saying that teams wanted to see how he fared against the Blue Jays, and in the first inning, he up a 200 home run to Donaldson, so... but. Apparently, he's settled down since. But that's Donaldson. So. Yeah. But, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one bad mistake. Um, but I think he, I wouldn't say he's the best option for us. I mean, I think he's an expiring contract, and his ERA is almost at five. Mm. Um, I'm not, I wouldn't say so crazy about him. Um, I think a lot of it just comes down to management, where they where they see this team and what they would like to do um, in terms of parting with prospects. I know Shapiro loves his prospects. Um which is definitely, I mean, if you didn't make that David Price trade last year, um, you would have, obviously, prospects right now to deal. Um, and that's not to say they don't have them. They're there, but you're kind of depleting the farm system, yeah, which yeah. is already ranked one of the worst in baseball, right? Um, so, yeah, I think 
I'm not expecting, you know, um, like a Chapman or a Miller in terms of a reliever, but someone who can be morally underrated, kind of like a Grilly, who can get the job done, you know, help cushion the bullpen. I know Brett Cecil's been really shaky. Mm-hmm. Um, you never know with Aaron Loop. So, I mean, it's really iffy. And then, again, like I said, if the starting rotation needs to be fixed, uh, Hutchinson can fit in. But apart from that, there is very little depth. And if you're trying to fight for a postseason, um, you're going to want some depth in the, in the So rotation. what you're saying is we're not going to have the run that we had last year? No, I'm not saying that. <laughs> I think I, I think uh, if you're asking me about my predictions, um, I do think the Blue Jays are more than capable of making a run, and I think they already are in a little bit of run right now. I think they're I think they are definitely bound to worst to worst hit the wild card. Um, I do. All these years, I've always thought Baltimore is not the real deal, and I still want to stick to that. I just don't think their rotation has enough. I really like their bullpen, but and they you know can get big hits. I know Mark Trumbo is. You know, he's a beast right now. He's but having a great year. I mean, just that rotation. If they don't make any moves, who I think they might actually go for Andrew Kashner. Um, they were obviously interested in Melvin Upton. So um, I don't know about them. The Red Sox, I mean, David Price has been really bad. Thank God we don't have him. Um, <laughs> I mean, let me just say I'm not a big fan of big contracts. So that's, that's why I made that comment. I, I like him as a guy. Um, but I think the Red Sox... They're bullpen and they're dealing with in, you know injuries. Trimble's injured. Koji's I think he's injured too. I know they traded for you know Ziegler. They obviously made a move for Pomeraz, but I think their hitting is just absurd. I mean I'm surprised no they're not cooling down. I mean David Ortiz at I don't know how old he's he is now. Like season. he's having MVP season with Altuve and Donaldson. Um, Bogarts is having a great year. Bradley's finally hitting the ball well. So I mean Travis Shaw stepped in well for Sandoval. So I think they're going to be contending with that lineup just like we are. Yeah. Um. I think it's going to be based on whoever makes the better moves, really, and if those moves end up, you know, wi- wi- like winding out to be to be strong additions to the ball club. But I do think the Jays have a chance. I don't think Baltimore is going to really. I think Baltimore is going to fall out. I think it's going to be the Jays and the Red Sox going for the division. Um, and then you know, let's see. I think the Rangers, the Rangers are kind of collapsing, which I'm happy to see. I'm really happy to see the Astros. I'm a, I'm a fan of the Astros. I really like watching hmm. Altuve and Correa. I know they just called up. I think his name is Bregman. Um, but I think they're they're having a resurgence. So they're they're right on the tail of the Rangers. I mean, that's that's incredible to see. The Royals are struggling. I think the people are suggesting they might even sell Wade Davis. I know there was a rumor for the Nationals' top prospect. I know mm. the Nationals are. I thought the Nationals were going to land Chapman, to be honest. But I think they're they're going to make some big moves. Um, so I mean, you look at the Central. I mean, obviously the Royals are completely out of it now, right? So that's obviously nice to see. Um, so yeah, I like the Blue Jays' chances. Um, right. You have Sanchez pitching like a Cy Young. You have Stroman, who's bound to get back to his usual, hopefully. Um, <laughs> you have arguably the best lineup in baseball. Osuna's been terrific. Gurley's been great. Really good defense. Um, I think if you look at the positives, you gotta like our chances. Nice. Well, let's go. Let's go around the diamond. Okay. And at the various positions. In, okay. in, in your thoughts. So first base, Smoke, Calabello, Encarnacion. Um, your thoughts on how they've fared this year so far? Uh, so obviously, you know about Calabello. Um, that was quite upsetting considering his performance last year. Yeah, um, he's obviously not eligible for the playoff roster, and I do not. I don't think we're going to see him really. Maybe late September. They've taken him off the twenty-five man. They've optioned off him the to AAA. Right? He's in AAA right now. Yeah, they can bring him back. Um, I don't really know if so there's going to be. I don't think there's even a need for him, really. I mean, if Smoke's going to be on the playing on the bench, I mean, yeah. why do you really need him? Um, Edwin, oh man, Edwin's been terrific, and I, 
I know this sounds stupid for me to say, but I'm kind of sad that I think he's going to be a Red Sox next year. Yeah. I think he's going to be going to the Red Sox and taking over David Ortiz's throne. My God. I'm very unf- I think the Jays and him are just not going to agree on terms with something. I, yeah. I think he's probably asking for too much, or the Jays, given his age and Batista's age, kind of want to move on. Yeah. But, I mean, look at his production. I mean, he's leading in RBIs. He's slugging like, like he always slugs. The Parrot, I mean... The other day he hit one, I think, 471 feet. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, and he's been pretty healthy for the most part. I know playing first base is not the most ideal for him. He can play. He's going to probably be more of a DH, especially if he goes to the Red Sox. Yeah. Um, I've been very happy with him. Um, if you're asking for a grade, he's definitely going to be an A. <laughs> um, Smoke, I mean, he just signed that contract. What do you um, think of the contract? I, I like it. Yeah. I mean, I don't know exactly where he fits in again with our team because, you know, so many things are going to be moving, especially with Batista and Edwin. But for that salary, I think he's, he's uh, I think it's four or five million. That's very respectable. Yeah. Um, especially considering the Jays are going to have a lot of other moves to make, um, especially with uh, financial stuff. Um, I mean, he's good defensively and he can hit home runs. And if I look at a first baseman and I see that, I'm okay with that. I mean, he's no Edwin, but he'll do, in my opinion. Hmm. Um, I'd give him probably maybe um, a B or a B minus. Um, so yeah, those those three, yeah, that's what cool. I was talking about them. Second base, Travis Barney and Goins. Um, Goins is in Buffalo. Correct. So Barney, uh, oh wow, Barney's been amazing. I mean, considering our great expectations, bench player. yeah, obviously he's been yeah. great, um, especially lately down the stretch. I mean, you've been seeing Donaldson going to DH and he's been filling at third base. Um, I give him an A. He's been awesome. Uh, just you know, coming up with big hits, and he he's t- he can still play some mean defense. I mean, oh, he's a great defensively. Uh, yeah, player. he's great defensively. Um, Devin Travis, I love the guy. I really do. Um, I mean, you look at that trade. Anthony Ghost is in Double A, and Devin what Travis ha- is. What in happened the, to Ghost? I don't know. I don't know what the Tigers really saw in him. To be honest, I mean, he had speed and. Yeah. You have an outfielder with speed. Everyone loves that, right? And I think we did that. We did love that too. Um, and he kind of reminds me of Dalton Pompey. I think Pompey is definitely has more potential, and I hope he pans out. But the Tigers obviously hoped for that, and the Tigers definitely didn't really need Devin Travis, considering they had um, Ian Kinsler. Yeah. So I guess they could see a way that they would, sure. you know, kind of fit a hole with another hole. But I think at the same time, that was probably the, I think he was their number one prospect when they did trade him. So he was their number one. Yeah. Prospect. So um. Yeah, I don't know how that tr- happened. I mean, he was in double-A when the trade happened, and now look who's in double-A, right? So, um, <laughs> Devin Travis, I, I love him. I'm, I'm happy he's not injured anymore. Yeah. Um, it looks like he's going to be playing most of his time at the bottom of the order with Batista leading off. Um, but he's been terrific. Defensively, he's been great. Offensively, he's been great. Um, he gets on base. Especially in the bottom lineup, that's that's really key. Yeah. I can't complain Less about him. him. Yeah, I, I'd give him a B-plus or an A-minus. Um, shortstop Troy Tulowitzki. Tulowitzki, oh, so I I love Tulo, uh, but at the same time I kind of don't like. It's it's a weird love hate relationship. I don't know how to explain it. Um, what don't what don't you like? I don't like his contract. I know it's kind of silly for me to say because I'm not managing <laughs> the team and whatnot. I just feel like, given the fact that he's who's got what quite two, in two more years after this. Yeah, he's getting around twenty million dollars. Yeah, um, he's making a lot. Martin's making around eighteen. Dickie's making quite a bit. Uh, but just the fact that I think, you know, when you look at m- the Blue Jays, I think some of the reasons why they're reluctant to make other trades is also because they can't take on much salary. I know they're, like, I think 10th in majors in salary, but, you know, salary has always been a problem with, with our with our um, yeah. organization. So I'm not a fan that he gets paid so much, but 
I mean, what he brings to the table is really intangible. His defense, oh my God, his defense. I think he's one of the best defensive shortstops in baseball. Um, his hitting, I know he struggled. I really, I projected a strong bounce back in the second half after the All Star break. He's looks like he's seen the ball better. He's, you know, his timing's definitely improved. Um, I would say I wouldn't give him an A by any means, but I do think he's going to be big down the stretch, come up clutch. I hope he stays healthy. Um, I would probably give him a, a, a probably a B. Cool. Um, yeah. This uh, third baseman. Uh, yeah, that Donaldson played, guy played a Viking in a TV show. Yeah, Josh uh, Donaldson. <laughs> God. Another MVP year, or was his last year his gift? And now no, he's they go back to Mike Trout. No, 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 no. He his his statistics are actually better than last year at this yeah. time. Um, I know the Jays has that you know that real big forty and whatever twelve run at the end of the season when they acquired Tulo, uh, and he was he went off really, but. Man, oh man, Donaldson, like, like speechless, like A plus plus, like what he, what he does, like he just, he does so much, you mm-hmm. know. He, you never really see him getting in a hitting slump. Um, he's really patient at the play. He he can draw a walk here and there. Um, uh, take the ball the opposite field. Um, he always puts a charge in the ball, you know. And, and defensively, you see him making those, you know, bare hand plays at third base and whatnot. So. I mean, he's he's been terrific. I still I still don't know how we traded Brett Laurie and company for him, um, and I really hope I think the Jays gonna have to really sort out this situation because I know he's a free agent in 2018. You're gonna have salary arbitration again with him, um, and obviously you have the whole Batista and Edwin and Saunders, and there's a lot of contracts. You know where where they're gonna fit in and yeah. who's gonna stay, who's gonna go. I hope they keep him. Like that's the main guy in all of this. Um, so, so if 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 Bautista leaves and Carnacion leaves, Saunders leaves, um, do you build around Donaldson and Tulo and Russell, or do you take someone like Josh, um, who still has youth on his side and is an MVP player? Do you take him and? get a package um it's really up to management i think there's two sides obviously so you're managing so you're managing uh, <laughs> see it's tough what i do mean you, do? you have to look at what the people in your division are doing and where you stand i think one of the problems that i think the jays are going to face is just this whole prospect depth you look at the um red sox i mean they're such a young team they're they're all young players i mean they're completely pretty much the opposite of the Yankees are, who are really yeah, old guys yeah. who are kind of... And then the Yankees are trying to get younger, you can tell. I mean, just with some of the moves they've made and whatnot, I think they're, they're trying to get younger. They have some good prospects. But, I mean, the Red Sox are a young team. Um, they have lots of depth and lots of good prospects, which is the reason why they're still able to make a move for Chris Taylor if they want to. Um, so they obviously have good prospects in their system. Um, so the Bla- the Blue Jays, I mean, if you lose them, you know, who steps up, right? I mean, it's I know there's some good prospects there, um, but it's really, it kind of seems at this point, if you were to ask me, it seems like if you were to get rid of those guys, obviously um, you don't know what, you, like, you know, you have money to obviously to spend and bring in other guys, but um, other teams are getting younger, and you're kind of sitting there. Um, I know Vladimir Guerrero Jr., you know, our number one prospect probably right now, he's still quite a while away. I know you have I know Connor Green and you know you have Chase Reed Foley and you have um, was it DJ Davis DJ Davis yeah he has some speed um, and then you have Anthony Alfred obviously he's yeah. a big guy I would say in all of it and then Dalton Pompey 
um, you know, Mitch Name, Max Pentecost, and good old names that were there. But there's not much there. I mean, I don't know exactly where the Blue Jays sit after that. I think it would hurt to kind of rebuild, especially considering the Jays finally kind of made a push. But you're not going to have a Batista. You're not going to have an Edwin. I mean, Tulo is, who knows what Tulo will be doing in two years if his production will be still as sure. good. I mean, his production is obviously not as good anymore anyway. So I would probably lead towards, you know, I would sign Donaldson for sure, and then I would go from there if I would package him in a deal. Um, I mean, it's kind of kind of like talking about that because <laughs> right now we're right in the, in the run. But I, if I was a GM, obviously, I'd have to look at the way things unfold. But you would have to think, at the very least, the Jays have to take a step back. Mm-hmm. There are, that being said, some very, very exciting exciting names in 2018. I know, I think Bryce Harper's up there. I believe uh, Ma- um, Manny Machado is another free agent there. Um, Jose Fernandez is a free agent. There's so many good free agents free in 2018. Agents. So you have to know that the Yankees are going to go after someone like that. You you would think the Red Sox would do so as well. So I think the Red the Yankees, while they're taking a step back in a couple of years, they're going to be relevant again because that's just how they are. Um, and then, yeah, you go from there. So I, I don't know. I mean, it's hmm. hard to say, but you would have to think, I mean, let's see what happens next year. But even next year could be a step down if if you do end up getting rid of not re-signing Edwin and Jose. I mean, you're not going to trade them right now for young pieces and stud, like, you know, top prospects, right? So because yeah. no, no non-contending team would really want him anyways for half a year. So Fair enough. I think, you know, you just you take it one day at a time. You, you see what you can do. Um, and you go from there, yeah. Russell Martin, Josh Tolley. I don't know. Russell Martin, I love Russell Martin, the fact that he is such a good game caller, especially with a fairly young rotation. You know, you have Sanchez and Osuna and the bullpen and Stroman, obviously. I think his game calling goes goes beyond what people talk about. I think he continues to call a good game. Um, and a good arm, too, behind the plate, for sure. Um, he, de- he His hitting is definitely not where it needs to be. And the fact that he's always injured kind of hurts. Again, me being the guy who doesn't like... You don't like his $20 million. Yeah, exactly. So uh, <laughs> from that standpoint, I'm not happy with his production. But, I am I mean, I'm happy to say he's our catcher and that he calls a good game. Because um, at the end of the day, that, that goes far beyond. I mean, if you can call a good game, get the guys out and hit you know, just average, I'm okay with that, right? So um, I'd probably give him a B minus, a mm-hmm. B at most. Because, I mean, you would like to see his bat come around. Yeah. Um, Josh Tolley. Oh man, Josh Tolley. Um I Are mean, you a Josh Tolley hater? I would I, I don't know. I don't like the word hate. It's a very <laughs> bad word. I would say dislike, but um I would say, you know, whenever I get mad at um RDQ's performance, I always get mad at Tolley because he takes up an extra roster space on the bench. Um <laughs> I'm not I mean he hit the ball really well when we were at the game on Of course. Uh, he hit that double. I think a couple of weeks ago he also hit a double as well. Um but, I mean, considering what you expect from him, I, I don't expect much of the plate anyways. Um, I mean, I would say he's average, but probably below that. So, I mean, I'd give him a C, but yeah, I do don't know. Do you think the Jays need to do something to get a, an, another catcher? Because um, Mar- Martin's not going to get healthier this year. I think he needs he needs the winter to rest. Um, are you talking about this off season or well, right like now? Right now. Like, I mean, they, do the Jays need to make a, another depth move? Unless you're trading for... Unless you're trading Martin, I, I can't see it happening only because you're going to be having three catches on the bench if you're looking at depth. 
Um, and you can't do that, really. Let's be well, honest. Well, you get rid of Zeke, and then you bring up. Yeah, but. I By mean, the way, do you know who the Jays moved down to create space for Melvin Upton? Um, so they they obviously uh, did they say I don't remember if they, oh did they so they moved Junior Lake when they brought up Batista yeah and then I think they moved down to Para okay because I did see Zeke taking a BP okay. but at the same time I don't know how exactly oh, okay. it's going to be moved but uh I think the bullpen is eight man right now so it has to be a seven now it was an eight man so it should be seven man now but yeah Josh Tully again let's see. Superman, center field. Kevin Pillar. Kevin Pillar, oh, he needs to walk more, man. <laughs> it, it, it's really frustrating sometimes to see him bat. Um, he puts the bat on the ball, but really, I mean, it'd be nice to see a little bit more production from him. Um, I do see him once in a while going the other way, which is nice to see, but um, a little bit more consistency at the plate, um, able to walk a little bit. Yeah. Um, I mean... His defense is, is A-plus, obviously, as we know. His hitting is not as good as his defense, but I think if you bring the two together, he, I would give him a solid you know, B or B-plus. Nice, nice. Left field. Sorry, right field. We have Zeke and we got Bautista. Um, so this is this was Bautista's year to really <laughs> make that contract. Get yeah. his contract. He's not taking any hometown discounts, so... And I, I already made up my mind. I don't think he's coming back. Unless, I mean, there's rumors of maybe a Cespedes-style deal, something like three years, $80 million, whatever, and I guess I'm okay with that. I mean, he's lost a lot of... I think he's lost a lot of respect just from fans. I think there's a lot of hate towards him, considering he's went from you know flipping the bat and, and becoming our hero. And he's he's been through all of this, you know, from the very beginning. He's stuck to, through all of it Yeah. Um, ever since being traded. And I'm, I'm really happy for him that he's able to experience this and be in a really good postseason race and he's a leader um, on the field and in the clubhouse so I think those are obviously intangibles um, his production's gone down as we know but he still hits for power um, and that's obviously and he still gets on base yeah and he still gets on base his walks I think he still probably leads the league in walks or he's up there Yeah. Um, and people are going to pay for power trust me on that one he's going to get the money he wants uh, maybe not what he wants but he's going to get a lot of money uh, whether it's from the Blue Jays or not I'm not sure but that being said um his power is going to be big down the stretch. Um, I would like him to see him, you know, obviously hit the ball more and get on base. Yeah. In other ways, kind of seems like he's hitting for a home run every single time he goes up to bat. <laughs> um, but given his injuries and stuff, I would say probably a B minus. Yeah. And Zeke, uh, I mean, he's he's a bench player, so I mean, he's doing what I expect of him. He's he had his good, he had a good, some good days, you know, when he was there. But I think his days are numbered, uh, and I do think he's out of options. So I think this might be the end of him. This as, is it, eh? Yeah. Uh. Captain Canada. Yes. Uh, Michael so Saunders. I'm so happy he made his all-star game. I mean, I'm so happy for him. Considering he was pretty much on his way to Cincinnati for Jay Bruce. Um, he's turned it around. Yeah. And do, the Jays, do the Jays... Res- uh, do they try to re-sign him? Oh, yeah. I think you try to re-sign him. I don't think you have to offer him a big contract in terms of a uh, number of years. Um, I think you can probably throw some incentives in there if he stays healthy and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's had a he's had a really good year, um, and, and he, he had that one game. I think he had three home runs in one game, a hat trick in Baltimore, mm-hmm. yeah. um, and then the other day just had two home runs. So um, I really do like his production. I think his defense is uh, it's kind of it's nothing spectacular like Kevin Pillar. It does the job. He's a left fielder. Yeah. Um, I think you go for him. You try to resign him, obviously, and let's see what happens. But I've been happy with him. I definitely give him a solid A. 
and I do think uh, he'll keep it up. He hasn't shown signs of really regressing, so let's let's hope he keeps it up nice. and stays healthy. That's 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 priority. So let me ask you this: Let rank rank the uh, the starting five for me, from one Fr- to five. From five to one. From five to one. Yeah. So number five. Okay. Um, number five. All right. So I, I'm going to try and stay away from any favoritism because Strowman is my favorite player okay. in baseball and whatnot, HDMH for life. Um, okay, <laughs> so number five, um, I'll give it to Dickey. Okay. And I think that's fair. Um, just given, you know, it's Dickey and he'll be shaky and not consistent. Number four. Do you try to resign Dickey? Um, if you're Russ Atkins. Uh, I, I would see what other options are out there. I mean, he's getting old now. I mean, he's still going to give you the innings, right? But I think he can pitch for as long as he wants. Yeah, I mean, realistically, yeah. I think it's me. I probably wouldn't just because I don't. I really don't like the fact that I know maybe it's silly, but I don't like how totally has to take up another extra bench spot, <laughs> especially when he can't produce off the bench, right? Um, and Dickey is not going to always be the best pitcher. Um, I think he doesn't get enough respect, though. That being said, and yeah. I'm probably a little bit too disrespectful to him. Um, maybe it's because I'm so surrounded by it on Twitter. Um, so number <laughs> five, Dickie. Number four, this is a tough one, but I'd have to say right now, at least, probably Marcus Stroman. Mm-hmm. Um, he's, he's been hit hard. When I was in the Dominican, I came back, and I don't know what happened to him. His ERA was, like, way up there. I don't know what he did, considering he was our ace, and I still think he has the ace potential. I'm not, I'm not writing him off. And people were saying to send him to the minors. I, I think that's crazy, really, because, I mean... I don't think he's much better than or worse than Drew Hudson anyways. Um he's number four right now, I think. He he has a great arsenal of pitches. If he can mix it in there, you know, command his fastball. Um I mean he he he, he definitely can continue to be um more consistent and more solid out there. I think he's definitely no he won't be a four really, if you really think about it. Number three uh I mean he's really between the shroud and half, right? So I would say right now probably it's uh, a tough one. I think Estrada. I think Estrada is number yeah, three. Yeah. Um, with Hat being number two and Sanchez being number one, I think Estrada is amazing. I still think that. I mean, Estrada and Hap combined are making less than David Price is making alone. So I mean, if people are upset about that. I, I think they're not real Blue Jay fans. <laughs> their production. I think Estrada and Hap specifically, they're over exceeded my expectations, especially oh, for Hap. Sure. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. And it kind of worries me a little bit. I don't know if that's the r- good thing to say, but I do think they're – I was saying this the other day. I think maybe they con- might take a little bit of a hit late down the season because they've been so good. They might be bound for some um, you know, some d- poor performances, but they haven't showed any signs of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and if Estrada can stay healthy, which I hope he does, and I think he should be fine. I mean, that changeup is straight out filthy. Um, Hap has been great. Um, I know we were looking for that lefty. He's been terrific. Yeah. Um, and then Sanchez, like I said, you know he's your he's your Cy Young guy. I mean he's, I think his last five starts he's he's been five and zero with an ERA of like one point five. So he's been unhittable. Just I'm telling you that movement on his oh my god it's <laughs> so pretty. Um, and I mean if you're gonna take a Cy Young out of your rotation it's so tough. But from what I've heard it seems like it's it's gonna happen. So, but yeah that's I would say that's the one to five yeah. Uh, what do you think of the bullpen? <sighs> Jason Grilly, what do you think of him? I I, I like Jason Grilly. Yeah, I nice think. surprise. I, a nice surprise. Grill yeah. cheese. He's a great guy on Twitter. <laughs> um, so I do think he's been great, and I hope he can t- continue to lock down the eighth. Osuna's been terrific. Yeah, a plus for sure. Um, and the one thing about Osuna that just loves me, I love so much about Osuna, just he he wants to just he has that 
Um, he wants the ball. Yeah, he has that drive, and you know, and you know, I know when they were talking about um, when the Jays uh, made that deal for Storin, who I'll give an F already. Um, <laughs> but um, when they made that deal, I remember I think they were saying he they were with him, and he was so upset. Like he he wants to close. That's what he wants to do. He he did it all while he was growing up, right? So. Um, you put him, give him that ball in in a high leverage situation. I mean, he did it in the playoffs last year. Osuna was never a starter in Mexico. Uh do you know? I don't really know, but I do know he used to close games. So I don't know huh. exactly how that works. But, um, I mean, like like what I was saying is that uh, he did last year at such a young age in the postseason. So yeah, uh, and he's I really hasn't really taken a step down. Um, I thought maybe this year he would be not as good just because I think batters would start figuring him out a little bit, but really haven't seen signs of that. I think he's been terrific. Um, of course, he doesn't have you know 35 saves like maybe other people would, but that's just obviously given the the circumstances. So do you, if if you were management, would you, what would you think of stretching him out over the winter? Yeah, I think that was a question over the over this past actually yeah. winter. Um, it was he's so and young. It's like yeah. I, I it's it's a tough one actually. I think you look at the Yankees with Dylan Batances. I mean, you see what he's doing, and he's pretty young too, right? I think I, I would say he he has some good stuff like Aaron Sanchez. He reminds me a lot of Aaron Sanchez. Mm-hmm. Um, but really, I think another thing is just you look at it how you're how you, where you are as a team. Like, if you're not going to sign Sa- uh, Saunders, Batista, Edwin, if you know you're taking a step back, I wouldn't mind stretching Osuna out because I mean he can obviously be a great starter. But from what I've heard, I mean Osuna wants to close. Yeah. He wants to be the next, you know, quote-unquote Mariano Rivera, right? So, at the same time, I don't really want to upset him. I think you have to... You can only do so much. If a player, yeah, he might want to do it, but if he's not going to be as effective... um, I I wonder if he wants to be a starter. I don't think he wants to be a starter, especially now that he's been here for two years and doing what he loves and he's been so successful at it. So, I I mean, I would consider it, absolutely. I think it's still obviously going to be a question, but... I think your t- your your time to do that is probably winding down. I think if you don't do it next year, I think it's I think it's over. Really, I think, think he's going to be a closer for, or a reliever, which kind of seems like a waste of talent. But damn, yeah. he's good, eh? He is. He's he good. Is. Yeah. D- is is Brett Cecil going to bounce back? I really hope so. I mean, I've been a Brett Cecil fan. Um, I think it's just I don't know what it is. He just he's really inconsistent. I know he was really good for us last postseason. Yeah. Um, I know we have obviously. Aaron Loop is the other lefty. Morales has obviously come up too, um, but I think uh, I think he'll bounce back. I won't give him a very high grade just right now. I think maybe a C plus would be fitting. Mm-hmm. I think he's his breaking ball just kind of is a little bit of a mess sometimes. But yesterday, I think or the day before, he had some good outings. So I think maybe it's just a matter of confidence. If he can get a couple of good games here and there, then I think you become more confident with him, he becomes more confident himself, and he fits right in as your main lefty. But I would say right now probably a C-plus or a B-minus. Nice. How would you rate uh, Atkins? Ross Atkins? Oh, yes. that's, a, that's a tricky one. didn't see that one coming. Have, have we... Uh, can, can we please forget about uh, Alex Anthopoulos? I will not forget about Alex Anthopoulos, unfortunately. <laughs> I, I was always a big fan of him. I mean, apart from the... I'm not going to... Actually, I'm not going to even say the trade. But... I was always a fan of Anthopolis. I mean, I think fans are very skeptic- skeptical about Atkins and, and uh, Shapiro, and I still think... Because they're not Canadian. I think, yeah, obviously. But I think this next week is going to tell us a lot about them. I think we kind of know what to expect just, you know, with prospects and stuff. I think they're more upfront about some of the, you know, trades and speculation, uh, which is a little bit different compared to Anthopolis. Um, I think also... 
sometimes with management, I think you can't really assess them based on one year. I think sure. if they're looking at a long-term plan, which I do think they're doing, yeah. um, a part of me thinks that they've probably, considering they haven't signed Edwin or Batista, probably thinks, and considering maybe Smoke's contract, which they deny has nothing to do with it, I think maybe they've started planning away from the fact that he might be gone, especially obviously with the Upton trade. Um, they got him for next year as well. So Yeah. Really next to nothing. Yeah, really. Five million and, and, and a triple A, I mean a single A ball player who yeah. probably won't pan out, who has an ERA about five. Um, but I would probably give him a B. I, I, I'm not going to say I'm upset with anything he's done. He hasn't really bothered me, really. Yeah. Um, he, he hasn't, hasn't bothered But you. again, <laughs> another thing I wanted to say is that, um, which really interests me, is that a lot of times you can, uh, a lot of times management, um, and I say this as someone who kind of wants to manage a team when I grow up. A lot of times management, um, and I know Anthopus was probably a good example about this. Mm -hmm. Management sometimes wants to please fans, but also sometimes you have to do what's best for the team, right? For sure. And you look at Anthopus two years ago. Yeah. Um, uh, I know he ma it was probably after the time he made the Dickey trade in the offseason. Uh, this was two years ago, and uh, Blue Jays were probably in a, in a strong contending situation, and they chose not to go after David Price. Um, this was 2014, yeah, uh, and and you know Anthopolis was being ripped apart, and they they obviously en didn't end up making the playoffs that year, and he was under the bus, and people were saying he might be the end of him, um, but he obviously thought that you know next year might be the year, the better year to contend, and we obviously saw last year he he ended up moving you know Daniel Norris and some of those pieces, for his, uh, eventually David Price who ended up providing big div dividends, right? So. Can can uh, Ross Atkins and Chaparro go get a Chris Sale, uh, a Chapman right now? Absolutely, obviously they can. They probably, if someone asks for your top five prospects, they they obviously have the rights to offer it, um, yep. and that will be they'll be considered the god um, because yes, they might Blue Jays will get really far into playoffs, but then they'll suck for the next ten years, right? So, I think it's it's a toss up. I'm I'm I think the next week is going to be very exciting. I think it's going to tell us a lot about them. I don't expect any big moves, but I do hope they do make some moves. Um, more uh, smaller market players who can get the job done. Um, I, we don't need a Chris Sale. We don't need a Chapman, uh, a Miller. Um, we need someone, you know, I don't know who it will be, but someone who can get the job done. I, I think Melvin Upton's a good first step. Um, okay. I mean, I'm not the most fascinated by the move, but like considering we have... I think it raises uh, the, the floor. Yeah, exactly. Right. I think people are, can be aware that uh, and understand that they're, they're willing to actually do something because a lot of times, you know, people will say a lot of things. Um, and you look at the Padres. Look at the Padres last year. They went after Will Myers. They went after uh, yeah. Matt Camp, Upton, and Crimble. And they were actually being poised as someone who would make a deep playoff run. They eventually collapsed, um, courtesy of AJ Preller. And people were considering him a hero, right? So uh, you really got to take it a day at a time again. And I think they've, they've been good so far. And I think um, we'll see where it goes from here. I think another thing that we might have to wonder about is maybe also John Gibbons. I don't know exactly how pleased they are with him. I know people have said really? that. Really? I don't I don't know. I just I know the Blue Jays are winning, but I think the I think that they said that when they signed him that they would try him out and, you know, cuz they had they do have obviously people in their Cleveland friends, should I say? <laughs> I think they would probably You think that's a thing or I mean, Ross Atkins is from Cleveland and Chapara brought him in. But that's that's just maybe coincidence. Um I think it maybe is a thing, but I don't know. Let's see. And I think another thing that uh, people won't consider, but, I mean, you're a GM. You have other things to do, and that's the business side. The Jays are really selling out. They've reached 2 million fans. Um, yeah. So congratulations to them. I think that management has obviously something to do with that. Um, 
And that's another thing, you know, if you do lose Batista and Edwin, do you lose some of your marketability? I mean, that's what people were saying about Chris Sale. If you trade Chris Sale, why would you even go watch the White Sox, right? Um, so um, I think that's not, uh, from a business side, they're going to look at that. Uh, probably not as much, but it is probably there. And another thing is Shaparo is going to, he, he brought the dirt infield, and, and let's see if he brings grass in 2018. No, grass so. won't work. Well, we'll see. Yeah. No, it won't work. Grass won't work in the sky, though. It's, 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 I don't think it's possible. I don't think you can grow grass with that structure I, I think I think you know little things like humidity will yeah. literally destroy that building yeah I mean I, I don't know obviously the yeah I don't think how I things don't think work yeah I, don't think I know that they've been saying it so yeah. I think it's a big investment because it's it's something that takes time yeah um, and I know Shapiro did a lot for the stadium in Cleveland with um, I know he, he kind of yeah revamped it a little bit you know um, so um I think the stadium is something that he might look into, like working Brand new on, stadium. and uh, who knows? <laughs> I'll, I'll love to work for him. Out in Pickering, yes, please. You never, you never know. Yeah. Thanks for coming, man. No problem. How do you feel? I feel good. Yeah. It's had been a, a while since I've recorded a podcast. You had Obviously, a good time? I have my own podcast. For those so, where, who don't where know. can people find you? Um, so we're kind of, um, I wouldn't say taking a break, but we've been quiet lately. Um, just because I, you know, I was away from, I was away for a month and my friend, um, who I record the podcast with and write articles with, um, he's busy with work. So we've been kind of quiet lately. We, um, we're going to be introducing a Facebook page and all that social media stuff soon. Um, it's called sports zone. So we do have a, a YouTube channel called real sports zone where we do have our podcast, nothing professional like you guys. <laughs> um, but we're trying to get up there. Uh, but if you're wondering, it's more of a website, kind of different from others. Um, we do focus a lot on Toronto sports, but um, when we created it, we wanted it to be a space where um, sports fans can share their thoughts about their favorite teams. So, you know, per se, uh, we create kind of like um, a space, like a website, obviously, uh, where people can write about their favorite teams and share their thoughts about, you know, write articles, even if they don't aren't the most greatest writers they they have that space to share their thoughts and write featured articles and join us on podcasts to talk about anything we've had people talk about tennis um we have people talk about hockey not not being the maple Leafs. so um yeah it's just a space for us to talk about sports and um yeah so awesome. you can follow me on twitter at adam v underscore 23 that's where um i tweet endlessly about the blue jays I mean, I'd probably, I'd probably, I'd, I'd probably annoy you if you see how much I tweet. <laughs> I prob- oh man, I tweet a little bit too much. It's, it's probably something I should work on, but I get excited sometimes. Nice. Um, so that's where you can find awesome. me. Awesome. Yes. Well, thanks for coming in, man. Thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. Go awesome. Blue Jays.